Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Correction on the Subaru of New England text line. I know you're a hockey guy, but Kachuk went to BU, not BC, according to to many texters. Okay. All right. It was a different Kachuk I was referring to. He was a third liner. (laughs) All right. There is a few Kachuks out there. Uh, Hockey moron. Uh Good morning. Good morning to you, sunshine. (laughs) Hope you have a great Friday. Coming up, 7.30, the news with Shime. Didn't the beer before liquor never sicker rule come up on this show recently? At yeah, some, at some point, it All right. did. Science apparently taking a flamethrower to that, and we'll get to that during the news with Shime filling in for Courtney, who will be back with us on Monday morning. This is Joe in the car. Hey, Joe. Hell man, good morning, guys. Good morning. What's up? Hell man, I'm a little concerned, but it seems like uh, you're always talking about guys' junks, man. I mean, give me an example. Your give, junk, give me... Now you're looking at pictures of guys' junks. Joe, give me. I mean, <laughs> Joe, I'm give... a little nothing's not that wrong. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Joe, I just wanted to me... know if there was somebody you wanted to see on here. Beside, you know what I mean? Beside, are you done talking, Joe? You kind of go. Yeah, on yeah, and... yeah. I'm done, but I'm okay. Done. It's called the conversation because you say something and then we respond. Uh, the, yeah, okay. Well, okay. I know you always hang up on me, so I try to get everything Well, I hang up on you because your call quality is D- minus at best. Um, okay, all right. got to get a new phone. Uh, it's not phone quality. It's, uh, it's I like Joe's con- calls. It's content, <laughs> content quality. You have to, other than today, which is a major news story in my mm-hmm. lead about Major League Baseball uniforms and the pants being see-through, other than that, give me another example of when I'm talking about, as you said, junk. Well, you've talked about your junk, how big it is. Like the okay. All the right. I don't think you have. Call back. You can't keep a girlfriend. You always, you got one girl, you got Courtney's ready. That lasted, what, one day? Then you have okay. another girl. All I right. mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. Okay. All I got to say, my money's Joe. on Wiki. That's all I got to say. All you right, know what Joe. I mean? Joe, we're getting word of a massive <laughs> national outage when it comes to your cell carrier. We have to go. A lot of packages uh, out there, man. Apparently. Well, there's an issue when it comes. That was my lead this morning. Mm-hmm. An issue when it comes to Major League Baseball and their new uniforms. Right. And um, it's certainly, I would be careful if you're calling your cable provider today. Mm-hmm. 
I would make sure you get the right thing when you order the MLB package. Right. The true definition I, of see, you, you notice I like I can't even finish a line over here. Oh, I thought somebody, she was done without somebody. What do you mean you thought I was done? I was I was speaking and oh, you're interrupting. Well, me you stop speaking. You're interrupting me on the punchline because you can't uh, wait to talk. You stop speaking. You can't. Did you wait, not hear Joe? Once you I, stop, that's when I jump I, in. I, I didn't. I didn't even finish what I was saying. All right, get to your punchline. I, I think we need to have a safe word for me. It's foliage. So when, when when you feel like someone is taking your taking your words, or no, 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 on. no, no, he, he, that's a conversation. I don't know what great comes okay, conversation. So when you talk, can, I, I mean, talk, jump in, we jump in. Uh, I'll just let you talk. Go just ahead. keep talking over. Go ahead. Punch talk, over, talk over everybody. Punchline, so it. I can yeah, laugh. Let's keep doing it. Go ahead. Nope. All right, uh, Sean, get the thing <laughs> dropped, okay. ready, Sean. I feel like my dads are fighting. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, I have we, something about your lead about the. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. What? I think that there is the potential. I've seen this theory floated about. That they are doing the pants this way as a means to sell underwear. So you'll see like the Nike swoosh mm. or the Reebok thing or, you know, got Under Armour. <laughs> Under Armour. Uh-huh. Uh, any of those types of uh, brands uh-huh. will be able to be sold as a means of covering up the Johnson mm-hmm. and uh, getting attention to the that region of the pant. Mm. So it could be a, 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 a financial decision. By Major League Baseball. Good point. You done? Carry on. Okay. That is a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> anything else? Coach? No, I, no, no. I, I, was, right, coach, I really want to interrupt anything else. <laughs> I can do this all I, day, I, by hey, the way. So can I. All I right. really like uh, the. I could see them doing that, though, because it is a great advertisement. And who doesn't love a good Johnson? Okay, now who wants to go next? I'm no, 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 no. Winky can run the show. No, I'm gonna. He's I'm, gonna run the show. I'm he's gonna step back. He's got it. I he gotta wait to, for Greg's joke. No, you can. Uh, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Don't just say whatever comes to your mind the minute you think it. Okay, that's great radio. It's really great radio. Uh, oh, I know what I do. I'll just, wait. Uh, just let the as soon as somebody else starts talking, immediately you interject. stopped. Huh? You stopped talking. I didn't. I didn't finish my line. <laughs> I didn't know you had a joke set up. I, 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 that's the point. So if you just let me finish. If you just let me finish, I could have got there. I don't know if you've ever seen Eddie Murphy on stage. Might not have been a great joke, but there was an attempt in there, and I just would like to finish the line. That's it. I don't know if you've ever been to a comedy show. Once a comedian stops, that's generally when you yell. I didn't stop. Do we have to to play the audio for you? I'm sure we can. Shime, you got the audio? I'm sure Shime could get the audio. Oh, he's back there eating. I mean, (laughs) nope, not eating. All right, doing the eighteen other things. Maybe later. You want? We'll do that. Yeah. For if you missed it at nine forty-five. <laughs> I love it. Guarantee it. Like I literally did not finish the line. Did not finish the line. In no. a way, though, this is a great outcome for you right. because people will always think it was going to be a great line right. when in actuality there may have been been some that didn't like right. it. Yeah, My bad, right. dice clad. I didn't know the joke was coming. Dice clad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Right. Um, yeah, we, throw an A in there. Then at least I know, okay, there's a coming to it. See? You see I, I do. I don't know when to talk. It's, I don't know when to say things that I need to say. It uh, is, when, when should I do it? Uh, right now, it's like there's a little open space. <laughs> is there? Oh, never mind. He's going to come. He's thinking of comedians. His mind is going through comedians that he can reference now. Right. Well, okay. Gresh always says there's nothing good with that air. <laughs> Gresh yesterday was saying that, that Manziel was rich. Did did Gresh not see the Netflix series? Didn't he come from oil? No, it he was all a, it was all a, a thing created by his agent. Oh. It was all a ruse. He was not from money at all. Oh, I did not anyway. know that. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. 
Let's get to this. It's time for Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They they want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Set it. Wake up the dumb bambino and have me facing. Maybe I'll grill him in the eye. They set it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say it. All right, time for a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Where would you like to start this morning, Shime? Well, Gregory, let's begin with our guy, Jason Tatum. Uh, He, for whatever reason, has been not even close to the favorite for MVP, even though he's the best player on the clearly best team in all of basketball. Brian Windhorst, the other day, claimed that was because people don't forget about the collapse in the 2022 NBA Finals. Okay. And so Jason Tatum firing back at those like Windhorst. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about that the last couple of days. Uh, you know, those guys are putting up ridiculous numbers every night uh, and doing a lot for their team. You know, I have no problem with those guys being the leaders of, you know, the MVP race. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't saying that, you know, I needed to be first. I just had a problem with, you know, some people on TV saying that, you know, the reason why I, I won't win this year is because of something that happened two years ago. Uh, that was my only disconnect. There's a lot of talented guys in this league right now. There's a lot of guys doing great things. You know, I, I won't have the points per game that, you know, the other three, four guys will. But I think, you know, the voters are smart enough to understand the dynamic of our team, you know, essentially having to do less, you know, scoring maybe on certain nights, uh, but still impact the game in a lot of ways to, you know, kind of ensure that we win every single night that we're in, you know, first place that we're trying to be the best team that everybody on my on the team feels valued, right? That is, it's not just about me. What do you think is more important to Jason Tatum? Being the MVP or winning the championship? Uh, championship, yeah. all day. I think I, I would, all day. Okay, I, and well I then he shouldn't. Then he shouldn't worry about it because he's right when he says that the way the you know if we believe what Derek White said on this show a couple days ago or last week, the they made a team decision to be less concerned about personal accolades and points and and uh, how how often they have the basketball and to be selfless and in order to go and win a title so we shouldn't care about it yeah I, I, I if I were uh, an advisor to to Jason Tatum and he sh- certainly does not need my mm-hmm. help I would say yeah he's entitled to his opinion I'm gonna let mm-hmm. my play speak for itself but I have a bigger issue with Brian Windhorst who literally is only here. Because he went to high school with LeBron James. His only job as a professional media member is to defend, prop up, and protect his whoopee, LeBron James. I don't take anything he says on anybody else seriously. Because if it in any way dents, damages, or or hurts LeBron James... Brian Windhorst will go whatever, do whatever he can to protect him. But yeah. he ain't. But Tatum ain't lying. He does get uh, unfairly uh, criticized when it comes to being the MVP in the league because of his performance in the NBA championship finals. Well, it also that might not be the reason. I mean, there might be other reasons. There might be people who look and say he is a guy 
on the you said you've said it a million times. He's the guy on the best team talent wise right. in the league. But guess what? So the, it what the MVP is a regular season award, most valuable player for the regular season. Correct. And is he the he is on the best team in the league? He has an awful lot of help. No disrespect to him, but um, he has he has a ton of help. So who's is, a better player? Jamal Murray or Jalen Brown? Uh, I would say Jalen Brown. You'd say Jalen Brown? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there were a lot, there'd be a lot of people that would say Jamal Murray. Okay. And they're two great players. But I don't know where you're going with Because this. he plays with the Joker. He plays with Nikola Jokic, right? So Jokic has talent around him, too. And he's not one. The, not at the same level, Wiggy. Uh, yes, he does, Greg. Okay. He has I, talent around him. Uh-huh. Um, when you start to look at the Joker, and I'm just using him because he's won the MVP the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the talent around him, he has good talent. It's not like he's on a, a crappy team. And he doesn't have players, but I feel like when it comes to Jason Tatum, he is always viewed differently when you talk about the best players in the NBA Mm -hmm. because of how he performed in the NBA Finals. Okay. Um, We should take a break and then continue, Shime, because we're a little bit behind. Is that all right? We have socks appeal at 7.20. Oh, we do. All right, give me one more before we get to the break. One more quick one for you here. Uh, This was Daniel Jeremiah yesterday in a conference call talking about how the Patriots drafting is going to be different under Elliott Wolf than it has been in the past. The Patriots were maybe one of the more uh, niche drafting teams in the league where they catch you off guard a little bit because it was so uh, obsessed with fit that they might take a guy two or three rounds before anybody else in the league would take him, and they don't really care because they're just winning trophies every year. So they could be uh, a little bit outside the, the the lines, a little outside the norm with some of that stuff. I don't think Elliott will do that. I think you look at the Green Bay history, you know, some of the track record there. You look at offensive linemen that are versatile. Um, you look at wide receivers who have kick return background that are really, really good after the catch. Uh, you know, those are, are some of the traits uh, that, that just that jump out to me from the from the Packers and the way they've done things. Okay. That's a good thing, I guess, right? But so that to me just screams Cole Strange, right? That That's, Shime, would you agree that's who he's referring to? Uh, no, I would I would assume Nikhil Harry's probably also included in that. Like, and just in Tyquan Thornton even last year mm-hmm. as well. Um, okay, I, mean, I think there's multiple examples. Was of, of was Tyquan Thornton taking three rounds yes. around? Oh, okay, at least two, and maybe maybe not quite three, but at least two. So, was, but wasn't like Matt Grow the guy saying if you want fast players, you got to draft fast players, and that's why they drafted Tyquan Thornton? Correct. But so, Matt Grow was a Belichick guy, which is why he was saying that because they were in lockstep. But Matt Grow remains within the organization at the same position he yes, had prior. Correct, but Matt Rowe isn't making the decisions and, anymore. And Elliot Wolf... isn't quite, quite as influential. So in Elliot Wolf couldn't sit in a room and say, Tyquan Thornton sucks and fix that. Like, I just... Elliot Wolf may be the modern-day, you know, Bill Walsh. He could be. But I, I find this to be revisionist history to say all of a sudden we we take away Bill Belichick, the 2021 executive of the year in the NFL, and all of a sudden these guys that surrounded him all become geniuses. Mm, well, uh, don't forget the decision is being made collaboratively. I love it. Collaborate Collab- a sandwich. Colla- colla- collaboratively. But, uh, but also I think that what now we all get to see 
is how much voice that these guys really have. Because it seems like, or at least the narrative's been pushed, that they might have had a voice, but at the end of the day, Bill made the final decision. And Elliot Wolf, when he was GM for one year, he, he drafted Baker Mayfield, I believe, number one overall. So if you're sitting there at number three, let's see what he does. Let's see if it is a collaborative issue and to see or if they break away and they either go quarterback or wide receiver. I think if they go in that direction, I think we start to see a change in the way Patriots do business. Okay, that is they said it. Quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Shime is right. In advance of our trip to Fort Myers, we will get to Sox Appeal coming up next and discuss what one former member of the Boston Red Sox said about Alex Cora. Then we'll get to the news with Shime at 7.30. And what are we doing with Chris Curtis coming up at 8.30 on today's show? Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by Lee County Visitors and Convention Bureau. The Bruins lost 3-2 to in overtime last night to the Flames. Charlie Coyle had both goals in the game for the Bees. They're off today before they head to Vancouver to take on the Canucks. All-star break rust? Well, not for the Boston Celtics. They got the win in Chicago last night against the Bulls, 129-112. Friend of the program, Derek White, had a game-high 28 points. That makes it seven straight wins for the Seas as they head to New York to take on the Knicks tomorrow night. Tip-off at 8.30. And the Revolution head to D.C. to take on D.C. United tomorrow for their MLS regular season opener. Hey Red Sox fans, it's time for spring training in Fort Myers. Cheer on your favorite team at JetBlue Park, then explore the islands, beaches, and neighborhoods between games. Tickets for spring training are on sale now. Start planning at visitfortmyers.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thanks, Shime. Sound and spelt. 37 and cloudy <laughs> afternoon high of 44. A procedural question from those who are watching the show this morning on YouTube or on Twitch. They have noticed that when Curtis is in the producer's booth with you, Shime, the lights are on. They are now noticing that when Curtis is in here with us in Courtney's seat, the lights are off. Are You uh, You prefer the lights off. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a lights off kind of guy. You're I do a lights a lot off of kind of guy. Yeah, even when I play video games, I like playing in the dark. I like doing a lot okay. of things in the dark. All right, excellent. Uh, also, I just got a text from your girlfriend. She says she's also a lights off kind of person. Hey! We are going to... We are going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 
It's a rainy Friday, and you know what that means. Give yourself an extra hour or an hour and a half if you're trying to drive anywhere. Even if you're trying to drive a mile. Um, Everybody forgot how to drive in the rain. And I would say sneaky on the Mass Pike. The slow lane for me has become the fast lane. Mm. Really? Yeah. Like When I'm coming back from from Jim with James and Newton, like I just got on the pike at, at exit 17, the old exit 17, Newton Watertown, mm-hmm. and I just go the, the, the slow lane because everything else is everybody going the same rate of speed. <laughs> Different degrees yeah. of 57 miles an hour. I mean, I really, <laughs> I feel like the traffic has not gotten better. I don't know what they're trying to do over there, but I, I don't feel like they're fixing the problem. But I think is. a lot of it is user error. Also, an idea, yeah. I don't know if you're listening, Governor Healy, but... The Mass Pike, as you approach the Prudential, when you're going underneath it, yep. and God, why did we build a car guru building? Like when I, we have 5 million feet of, of empty uh, office space in Boston, <laughs> and it, it obscures the view of the most beautiful skyline in America. Uh-huh. Anyway, when you're entering the Prudential Center Tunnel, you should be in a lane and be required to remain in that lane. Mm. Declare, are you going to Southie, or are you going 93, or are you getting off at Copley? <laughs> if, if you do that... Then you don't have the dullards going all in the end trying to right. cut across. Yeah, and that causes have, all the traffic. No, the last minute cut across is a real problem. You don't have that, that, should be, that should be jail time. Like yeah. Singapore, gum is illegal. That should be jail time in Massachusetts. It's a real issue. All right. Uh, oh, Shime's talking with Jackson. Shime, can we get the Sox appeal before we get to the news? Getting you ready for the 2024 Red Sox season. It's Sox Appeal on the Greg Hill Show. Sox Appeal is brought to you this week by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Easter Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Well, Alex Verdugo spoke, Curtis, as a member of the New York Yankees. And this is what he said yesterday about Alex Cora. It's one of those things that it's a little bit weird because outside of the game, he was great. Even as a manager, he's a good manager. But in certain ways, AC was hard on me. But I don't have any hard feelings toward him. It's one of those things toward the end. We kind of ran our course out a little bit, but as a person and outside of baseball, I loved him. I loved his kids and his family. Mm. So, <laughs> um, I'm sure Alex would would return that volley. I'm, I'm sure he loved spending time with Verdugo. <laughs> Do you know how late you have to be as a professional athlete for it to be the, at the point where the coach or manager lets the public know? I remember so vividly. What is it, like an hour or, it, or two hours? Two hours. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, not only the manager, we found out the media was covering up for him because all the media, the second the story was released, because it was that bizarre benching. We thought it was base running in Cleveland. We were at the Beachcomber mm-hmm. doing the show trying to identify the moment that got Verdugo benched when there wasn't one. It was just that he arrived late. The media 
all to a man said, yeah, this has been a problem all year, and they hadn't reported it. And I hate in today's world where a guy does everything wrong, gets rewarded by going to a new team, and then acts like he's a victim because of it, where he says he was hard on me. Yeah. No, he just held you to the same standard he held everybody else, which is show up. Right. He wanted you to show up on time, and, and also I think he didn't want you to show up like you had just driven through a rope factory fire, uh, <laughs> if you believe what some would say. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like Alex Cora is trying to do the right thing, or was at least in this case, mm-hmm. and trying to hold guys accountable on a team that clearly uh, had been looking for some help at the All-Star break and didn't get the help at the All-Star break. The, the so. problem with, <laughs> with athletes and people nowadays is people are too sensitive when it comes to criticism or it comes to maybe <clears throat> not the the manager or the coach of the team kind of speaking to them in a different way and riding them a little bit to try to make them better. They get too sensitive to that. They always want like, oh, you got to treat me better. You got to talk to me better. And then they let it affect them. And it becomes an everyday thing, and I think that's you're what saying ha- that's with everybody, not just uh, professional athletes. Yeah, that's what a lot of people like. What a lot of people they get like, and then so rather than them just say, "Okay, how can I fix it, and what can I do better?" Then they they every day it becomes an issue, and they dwell on it, and like, "Oh, I don't like this person. I don't like this. Per- I don't like the way they treat me. I it's why is he doing this to me?" You know, and they become and like Curtis said, the victim rather than just saying, "Okay, what can I do different to fix it?" Or I get. <clears throat> We didn't agree in that moment. Moment's over, and we're back to normal. Yeah, it used to be be humble or get humbled. Now Verdugo, like I, in my lifetime, I don't know how many have actually happened a trade between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, but the Red Sox gave the Yankees a better player. They allowed the Yankees to win a trade, and Verdugo sits there like. He wasn't a problem. Like, do you, do you does he recognize how bad you have to be for a clubhouse for the Red Sox to trade you to the Yankees? No, he's talking about outside of the game. He was great, mm-hmm. but he was a little bit hard on me because he expected me to be at, on time at the ballpark. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you yeah, have to yes, be there. That's the expectation. Is he actually care about it, and that you're there to try to win a baseball game, even when your team is out of it. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing, isn't that? Don't you think that's an issue that Cora may end up? And by the way, Alex Cora will be on today with Gresh and Foyer at twelve ten, I believe. But isn't that something he's going to be fighting all this year if they're not in it? Like, isn't he going to be fighting guys who are mm-hmm. who are mailing it in because well, they're? I mean, you have you already have guys, you know, being you know the, with their chief spokesperson being Rafael Devers saying the ownership didn't give us what we needed. So isn't that like a built-in excuse? Well, I, I heard, I, I think this was, I don't know, remember who said it, but Jones and Mego, and they and they brought up a good point. Is like, and it happened a little bit with Kenley Jansen, is if your manager looks like he's not all in as a player, how can I be all in? Right. Like, so how well, can, that's a pro- I feel like, do you think Alex Cora looks like he's not all in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you he de- yeah, I definitely oh, yeah. feel yeah. like he's okay. got to put out the door. Well, it's a real issue. First of all, ownership seems like they're not all in. Well, I mean, I don't. I would remove seems like. Uh, so, 
you know, and they could they could they could settle that with a quick signing of of you know somebody who can help when it comes to pitching. And by the way, also is Blake Snell just not going to play for anybody this well, year? Right, or Montgomery, or you know any of these guys? Are those Boris guys just not going to play? I mean, you're Maybe talking he about wants too much money. Games, the Red Sox spring training games start this evening. Mm-hmm. Blake Snell wants like seven years, two hundred and fifty-five million dollars. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a lot of money. So they're just going to sit out? The baseball model of free agency has shifted so dramatically over the last several years that I honestly, because this Red Sox signed story, I feel like, in March, mm-hmm. and he got that big deal, which is odd. I don't know, but it feels like from the top to the bottom, Greg. So you start with Henry, and you're right, not as invested, clearly either financially or emotionally. Then you have Sam Kennedy last week when Henry was there saying, take a picture, John, you're not around that often <laughs> publicly. Then you have, you know, unnamed execs saying that they are frustrated. And then yeah. you have Cora in the final year of his deal. And the managers, the, I would say, for the, the, from the players, the manager is the most important, even more important than front office. Because if your manager looks like or your head coach looks like he's out, yeah, then you're out. Then you're even if the yeah. even if front office ain't giving you the pieces you want, the manager can still say, "Hey, it's us against everybody else." You know yeah. the whole Major League Baseball, uh, the the movie there when it was like the players and manager uh, manager against everybody else, and it seems like the manager's out. Yeah. He's- also, a uh, quick side note: uh, during photo day, Casey Schmidt also looked like he was out. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Wiggy, for letting me get that in. Here you go. Um, was that, that the joke? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, that was the joke. All right. Nuts. (laughs) That is Sox Appeal. And time now for this. It's time for Uh, this morning on the Greg Hill Show. The news. I can set the dialogue for the city. With your host, Courtney Cox. I thought that whoever created Dunkin' Donuts' last name was Duncan. The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit northeastmenshealth.com for more. To announce his his resignment. On WEEI. All right, Courtney remains in Florida. She will join us Monday on this show, and then we will join her down there on Wednesday for three days of Fenway South Road Shows. We'll see if we can get to the bottom of what's going on down there with the Boston Red Sox Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week. Shime, have at it. Here is Shime filling in for Courtney with today's news. Thank you, Gregory. It is well documented that AT&T had massive outages yesterday. FBI and Homeland Security investigating the cell phone carrier outages across the country. Not only Um, AT&T, but everybody, like Verizon, everybody had issues, right? Yeah, everyone had issues. There were difficulties with 911 services. Mass State Police say they were in contact with AT&T constantly. Uh, The AT&T Northeast spokeswoman uh, Karen Twomey confirmed to WBZ that customers in the region were experiencing wireless service interruptions but wi-fi calling was still working so i guess that's a plus in certain scenarios um we can actually hear from one person who was affected by this outage don perry who landed at logan couldn't call her dad because service was down honestly it felt like home alone i was running through the airport we were must have just been like completely missing each other it felt like very like like apocalyptic you know um in like, you know, the the most uh, first world way. The best chance I have is to, you know, go out into the cell phone lot and go through all the different rows and hopefully I run into my dad's car and I can just stay put. It was like the <laughs> apocalypse. I couldn't get on social media for a full hour. 
Uh, I people was. Did you were you able to pick up your father in law? Uh, yeah, because my service had just came back okay, on, so right, I was good. able to get him. But good. it was apocalyptic. Uh, um, I, I, do, do what? I I just find the this is what happens when we allow ourselves to be. A completely run by a single device. Correct. And I am as guilty as the next person. Yeah. I mean, it used to be when we were growing up, we would go to Logan and mm-hmm. get my dad when he came back on a business trip, and we would somehow find each other at arrivals. Right. I don't know how we did it, but if today I was going to pick up my mom at Logan, uh-huh. and we had no means of communicating, I feel like I would be a chicken without my head. I'd be running around. Where is like It would feel chaotic yeah it's chaotic certainly but i don't know that it's apocalyptic like apocalyptic Uh, right i mean that's like no water no electricity uh you know fires burning everywhere like uh you know the the last of days like type of thing. well that's what it's like with having a cell phone i know you go back to like what it used to be but i don't care what anybody says the greatest invention is what the cell phone has become over the years, mm, I would much I, rather no, I, think, I, think I would it, much rather live in today's society where I got to run into issues where maybe I might be without my cell phone than live in you know thirty years ago when I had to run around and find a payphone. Hey, I don't care what you say. This thing. Well, you're talking about convenience. That's my point. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem in my mind is that as a society, we are we have become accustomed to everything being handed to us. And available in at, at a in a second. So if there's a day in which your phone's not going to work for a couple hours, people panic. I mean, I, I like what's going to happen if we get you know if the country gets attacked or something like that. Like, I mean, I, people aren't going to be able to handle it. What? But that's the way I would rather have to deal with potentially not being able to handle it than having to go back to the days of waiting behind somebody as they fill out their checkbook. To pay for groceries. But yeah. I, I, in today's world, it's also far more competitive to do this, Greg. I mean, I think doing this successfully now is far more difficult than it was 20 years ago because everybody that's hearing us has 2,000 options within the a click of a finger on their phone. Yeah. And we, the world is connected in a way. And before you planned ahead, before, you know, as I, uh, the, the Twitch is like you used to plan ahead. Right. That's what I'm talking about is that we would plan ahead, but it was commonplace. I didn't even think of it. We just did it. Now, if you're not able to immediately text someone and hear back within five minutes, you think the world's ending. I love it. People are like I saw people on the news saying they're going to try to figure out what their backup plan is going to be. Like what? Are they going to go get a rotary dial or are they going to... But we gonna, why won't you download the new iOS, iOS, however the hell you pronounce it? Because it screws my... It's, I, don't, I downloaded it and it screwed my phone up. Oh, what what happened? But you can't deal with your phone if it's screwed up? Well, no. I, when, what Good do you point. mean? What do you... I, I don't know. What, what well, do you, the new iOS is the new operating yeah, system that I makes liked, the phone I, run better. I liked my phone the way it was. It did enough for me as it was. I, I don't want to buy a new iPhone. No, but you don't need to buy a new nope. iPhone. You just download it. Got an update no, no, tonight. I, no, when you... The reason why they make you do the iOS update is so your phone is screwed up, so you have to buy a new one. So then why isn't your phone screwed up? I don't... What are you talking How about? How old is your phone? It's like t- five years old. 
Okay, so yeah, I haven't bought a new phone, and I've been download. I've been updating the I, iOS. I, I've from had the day same one. phone for like four years. Well, so it doesn't screw it up when you do the uh, the update. No, no and oh, if it does, okay. it's, it doesn't interrupt my well, it ability. Did mine, I don't know. What, what, but I, but what you're you afraid want? of it interrupting something. So clearly, you're you you are afraid if it doesn't work, you won't be able to exist. I'm properly. not afraid of not having a phone. But then you're afraid of I iOS. I, you're trying to argue with me that I'm afraid of of not having a phone. I'm not afraid of it. But, I can make my way through life without a phone. But if I had to for a day or two. But you're, I'd be fine. But you're still afraid of downloading a new I'm operating system. I'm not afraid system. of. I, how am I afraid of iOS? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to download it. I just don't want to download it because I don't want them to force me to buy a new phone. But they're not. They're no. not. I'm with you. So I don't get what you're arguing. The new phones also work better than yours. Like oh, I don't so, know why but, you're but, afraid but, of but, it. Why, that is true. What is the argument? That you... You think you, it was apocalyptic that people went without their phone yesterday. <laughs> like apocalyptic is what she said. Okay, and I, don't I think, disagree with the lady. It wasn't like the apocalypse. Well, like I, apocalyptic. I, okay, it I, felt like I, that to I, me. Is it okay if I disagree with the lady? As somebody who had no phone, it felt very apocalyptic. It, it felt like the end of the world to I you. Did, I had it no, felt I, like the end of days to you. I was like, what am I going to do here? My daughter was like, I, she can't eat. Right. She can't use her phone. Uh-huh. She can't use Apple Pay. Okay. If I Did put everything my- work out okay, or is, is there, are there still remaining issues? Uh, right now, everything's been good. I got an update. As a matter of fact, is uh, 17.3.1 tonight. Okay. Updating. What is 17.0? You're getting that baby tonight? No, 17.3 is the yeah. new iOS update yeah. tonight. Like apocalyptic. Okay. <laughs> I got to say, it was it was like apocalyptic in here when Wiggy interrupted Greg's joke. That's how I know. I mean, I get with Greg's where he's coming coming from but i think you don't seem to no no because i think you're so old minded <laughs> yeah that's that, fine that you don't i enjoy the luxuries of the instant cell phone instant like There's, i don't need to plan out nobody two hours is, ahead I, nobody's arguing you that it's not an extraordinary technological advancement right and I, when we lose it that. but when we're not lose, arguing that no no i get it but when we lose it it does feel like the end of the world okay it, it, it's not though is what i'm trying to make that, it is okay, it's not depending on how it's long not. it's out for everybody was fine yesterday but what if you everybody a, tur- everything turned out to be fine? What if you had a bill that was due yesterday? Uh-oh. Then you paid it today. Oh, now and you're getting hit with late fees and all that. It messes well, now your credit messed what, up. What right. type you should have paid it ahead what, of time. What, what, what type of bill? Like, give know. me an example. Maybe a student loan. Right. Uh, maybe you run down to the to the student loan place and you, and you, and you pay it in person. And nope. a lot of those are just directly <laughs> out of your account. Real, if it's a real problem. Can you do that? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, and they were forgiven, I saw some of them. So You could do that. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Uh, for Wiggy and Curtis, it was an apocalypse yesterday. I'm glad they were able to recover and come to work today. Uh, we will. Are we going to get to the rest? We're going to have to spread like the news out now. It was. It was apocalyptic. <laughs> uh, if we can proceed with the news during the apocalypse, we will do that next. All right, Courtney is off. She'll be back on Monday during the break on the Subaru of New England text line. A texter suggesting that Courtney is the glue that keeps everybody from arguing on this program. And hence why Wiggy has been very aggressive toward me this morning. Mm, no, as, no, no. as has Curtis. So she Courtney is your binky. She will be back on Monday. The rest of the news, though, right now with Shime. Shime, what's next? Uh, next, Greg. 
normally we have issues with trains in the MBTA, but uh, this is an instance, as Curtis would say, people going zero to a million real quick. Mm. A man was arrested in at a Boston MBTA station Wednesday after witnesses said he dragged a woman to the platform floor and started moving her towards the train tracks. Uh, uh, random or somebody he knew? Or... So uh, the victim was apparently targeted. She was a 69-year-old woman. Uh, was apparently targeted because of a reaction to the mask she was wearing. Oof. The suspect, who has not been identified, has been charged with assault and battery on a person over 60. Uh, we can hear from the victim, who wants to remain anonymous on CBS Boston. This guy, suddenly, he just jumped on me. Everything happened so fast. And I was on the floor screaming and yelling. I was afraid that he, maybe he was going to kick me and hit me in my head or something while I was on the floor. My lord, the poor lady. What Damn, is going like, on? And, and meanwhile, they want to scream at you, hey, you got to take the tea, uh, or we're going to charge you extra money to drive in the city in your car, but we can't make it safe for, for people to take the tea. Like, I know, the, I, the one day the trains are actually on time, we're dragging yeah, women that's awful. to be right. hit by one Because of you didn't awful. like her mask? That's well, awful. Tell me that that's at least something uh, you go to jail for. Still. I hope so. I would hope so. What else, Shime? Uh, next, we can go to three fishermen who were not wearing life jackets were plucked alive from the ocean waters by the Coast Guard five miles east of Nantucket. You can see this on Twitch, I believe. Mitchell has the video for you. Uh, a Jayhawk mm. helicopter crew based out of uh, Coast Guard Air Station Cape Cod uh, responded to this. And just after 2 p.m., they discovered all three fishermen clinging to a buoy. The three were safely hoisted aboard the helicopter and flown to Hyannis Airport, where they were treated by emergency medical workers. Wow. They were on that little last boat? I think that video says Florida. Damn. I was going to say, they was on that little ass boat in the middle the of the ocean? What is it? That video said Florida. Uh, what? Maybe that's the wrong... Is that the wrong story? I don't know. I just this feel like... This could be a shine issue. Uh, no, I, I sent him uh, the article that I literally, like... Copy and pasted the information from. Okay. It but, just seems like it would be nice say you, would, you would I, freeze your butt wait, off. did you say three fishermen? Yes. No, I think the story was they rescued one fisherman mm. yesterday in Nantucket. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he goes, uh-oh. Shine a little. You had redemption yesterday. Yeah, uh, I'm reading a story now. Yeah, the guy, like, like there was a fishing line that snapped or something and, okay. and cut his face, if I oh. remember correctly. Uh, then we had two different stories. Oh. Apologies. <laughs> this feels like apocalyptic here. It does. Huh? That's okay. I mean, hey, I, you know, hey, there was, they still rescued three fishermen off the coast of Nantucket. I mean, thank goodness Curtis figured it out. Uh, and I he guess. did that by watching on Twitch. And there so that was actually some fishermen that were rescued in Florida. Thank God everybody's okay. We and love everybody's, fishermen. Everybody's okay in both places. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, how can you do a story about a fisherman in Nantucket? And not play this. Oh wait, you don't. You didn't. Oh, oh you don't have Down Easter Alexa. I don't know oh, what yeah. that is. Uh, you don't know what Down Easter Alexa is. I have is? no idea. That's the single greatest song about uh, being on a boat. And <laughs> what? I have literally no clue what the you're Down talking Easter about. Down Easter Alexa, Billy Joel. I, I thought he said Down Easter Alexa. I thought he. I thought Alexa. I thought he was talking about his like uh, his Alexa drop. <laughs> I have no like. I don't. I have no clue what that is. We are what? off the rails. Wow. You don't know the down. Everybody knows the Down Easter Alexa. It's probably the greatest song ever in the history of 
maritime songs. Can I be I completely mean, I, honest maybe... with you? Never once in my life have I even heard something called Down Easter. What? I mean, no. I would argue maybe that the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald is the greatest when it comes to maritime related songs, mm. but Down Easter Alexa is. Shime, I'm with you. Uh, I've never heard of the song. Oh my. Song we either. Gonna, we're going to have Let's this. hear it. Where Turn it up. Turn it up. Well, I am on the Down Easter Alexa. Okay. And I'm cruising through Black Island Sound. I had chartered the course for the vineyard. But tonight, I am Nantucket Bound. Okay, I've heard this song. I've heard that. I had okay. no clue what Thank it was called. You. It was in the Hangover. There's yes. a great scene I've in the heard airport. That song. Yes, I- I've heard the My song. Lord. I had no clue what it was yeah. called. Oh. I am working with neophytes. I, I, am, I am a music guy. You, you are a music up. guy. You know it, Curtis. You so know the, a banger. The Down Easter was the name of a boat? The Down Easter Alexa. Yeah, All that's right. the name of the boat. I've heard that song. Oh, Billy, Billy Joel, he has a daughter named Alexa, who okay. is a fantastic musical performer now. All right. And he named it after her. Okay. Right. Uh, we got to regroup. Full regroup. <laughs> wow. And I'm sick. <laughs> uh, so I will lead the regroup from my sick bed, uh, and we'll continue with the rest of the news next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.